You're listening to Pig and Mom Podcast. I'm so glad that you're joining me today. And this is a podcast where you can come to indulge in various topics regarding paganism in our modern world, merging present and past. Be sure never to miss an episode by subscribing if you feel so inclined. I'd be very grateful. Thank you. Now let's get on with it. And welcome back, all you beautiful souls. This is your host, Pagan Mom, the Modern Vala. It is so hot here in Sweden at the moment, at least where I'm living. And I'm spending a lot of time outside because I just enjoy being out in nature. And it's so lovely to be able to be out now in the sun warm air after quarantine. So for all of you guys who don't know what happened, I actually got COVID, unfortunately, from work. And I announced that on my Instagram so that you guys would know why there was no episode last week. And on the speak of that, if you're not already following me on Instagram, it could be good to do so if you want to keep up with what's happening, because it's on there that I announce stuff. And I will occasionally also put up little glimpses of my life there as well. Pictures of different things that I use in my practice and such that I might mention in my episodes and such too. My name on there is Pagan Mom Pod, and the link to it is to be found in the description box of this episode. I also have a link tree, and there you'll be able to find all of the links connected to this podcast. So, as I said before, because of COVID, I couldn't make an episode last week, and I'm really sorry about that. But I just didn't have enough energy to make it, and I needed to focus on getting well again, because it was tough, guys. But I'm compensating you all a little for it, and I will put out a bonus episode, which will be a guided meditation. And that will be available for my Patreons on all tiers. So if you want to be able to have access to exclusive content like that as well, do consider to join my Patreon. I'd be very happy if you want to join in and become part of this family. And it's a great way to show your support if you like this part. And you also get good stuff in doing so too. I also want to introduce a fun little thing. I have decided to do Swedish word of the week. Which means that in the end of every episode, I will teach you guys one Swedish word. There's a bunch of pagans that wants to learn my language. So I figured it could be a good fun thing to do. I'm also thinking I might sometimes add an old Norse word as well. I hope you guys will like this. I'm so excited. So now let's get started with this week's episode, shall we? This time I'm going to talk about daily practices that we pagans often mention and talk about. So what does daily practices mean to a pagan? It means that you're doing something every day that is connected to your faith, your practice in some way, shape or form. And as modern pagans, we adjust to our modern society and form our daily practices out from that. It's important to understand we're not living in the Viking ages. We don't need to do things like the old Vikings did, and quite frankly, we don't even know really how the old Vikings did anyway. So, am I of the opinion that having daily practices is needed if you walk a pagan path? Do I have some daily practices myself? What are those in that case? Those questions and more I'm going to answer in this week's episode. So let me begin with saying that we all have our different daily practices if we have any. Some people may not think it's necessary. As for myself regarding that, I keep my daily practices minimal but meaningful. Many pagans out there, and especially new ones, tend to believe that it's a requirement to have daily practices, both simple and elaborate, otherwise you're not doing the pagan thing right. And that is just simply not the case. And I think it's important to talk about this so that we can clear the mists of misconception once and for all. So let's begin with rituals and ceremonies, which are the most common things that are generally misunderstood by many new pagans. Many tend to believe that they need to do this as a daily practice, and that is simply not the case. If you 
want to have elaborate daily practices like that, sure, by all means, go for it. But it's not something that's required or necessary to do when walking a pagan path. And let's be honest, not many modern pagans today have the time or the energy or the need to do so either. And to be frank, it's not good to always do these things daily either for many reasons. Another thing is that some people like to do divination in different forms as a daily practice, like pulling one card from an oracle deck every morning, for example, or maybe learn to read tarot or oracle cards for an hour or so each day. It varies. And this is also something that is not necessary to do just because you're pagan. A pagan doesn't need to do divination at all for that matter. Many pagans tend to believe that it's something you're supposed to do. But nope, it's optional. It's a personal choice and not a requirement just because you're walking a pagan path. It's not everyone's cup of tea. There's so many types of pagans out there and not every pagan is into these things. And it's no requirement either, so don't feel forced to do these things if that doesn't interest you. That's a really common misconception that pagans today have, unfortunately. So let's move on and talk about jewelry, accessories and clothing as daily practices. Some people like to go all in with both these things and more. Some people wear traditional Viking garments and some people wear modern clothes with Old Norse symbols on them. Some wear traditional jewelry and some wear modernized versions. Some may alternate and they consider this to be sort of a daily practice for them personally. But is this something you have to do just because you're pagan? Nope, not at all. It's a choice. Another very common misconception floating around out there is about offerings. Many pagans tend to believe that offerings are a standard thing to do daily as a pagan. And that's not the case at all. There's nothing wrong if you want to do that daily for maybe your patron or matron, if you have one, or the gods in general. But there is no need to see this as something that you have to do daily. It's a personal choice. I have seen so many pagans stress about this, especially new people who have come to the path. They tend to think that this is what a pagan is supposed to do and that it's a daily must. And it's really not. And also, many pagans unfortunately confuse offerings with sacrifices. And I think that has partly to do with all the pop culture around us. The two are not the same. I just want to point that out. Not gonna dive into that in this episode though. So what do I personally consider as daily practices? It's different for everyone, of course, but for me personally, I keep my daily practices minimal but meaningful. For me, it's ordinary mundane things that are being made into something meaningful. An example of this is that you can make your shower or bath into a daily pagan practice. Many pagans do this today. You can, for example, add certain energies to your bath water. Maybe you make it into a healing bath or a bath honoring a certain deity. Maybe you make your shower into a meditation session. Commune with the deities. It can be made into anything you want. And it's so simple. Mundane, yet very magical and meaningful. And this is actually something that I do myself. I often make my showers in the mornings and sometimes evenings as well into my daily pagan practices. And I can easily get into a meditative state in there, for example. And I might use different herbs and essential oils in various ways for spiritual benefits. And on the speak of herbs and oils, I like using shower melts that I make myself from scratch with those things in it. And I will put up a picture on my Instagram on those if you want to see what they look like and what they're made of. I'm making my showers extra magical and effective in various ways. And as a parent, being in the shower is really the only alone time I'm getting if I'm lucky. So I tend to use my showers to a maximum. <laughs> so why not make showers into a daily pagan practice? For me, it just makes sense. <laughs> And it's practical. And on the speak of meditation, I do consider that to be part of my daily practice. But it's also a practice for my own well-being health-wise too. 
Meditation can be used for so many things and can be used in various ways too. So why not make it into a daily practice if you feel that's something that appeals to you? Is it necessary to have that as a daily practice? No, it's not. But it's great if it is, both spiritually and health-wise on so many different levels. If you want to know more about meditation, I recommend that you listen to my previous two episodes, which is specifically about meditation. And on the speak of essential oils, I don't only use them in the shower. I use them in very many other ways and forms too. And essential oils are good for spiritual, energetical, mental and physical purposes all at once. So I like using them as perfume, which I have daily on me. And it works in all these ways. And it's very effective and practical in my opinion, because I get all of those benefits all at once. Some days maybe I feel that I need to support my third eye, or maybe some days I feel like I need to de-stress, or and some days I feel like I need more energy. And essential oils can work in all of those different levels all at once. So I think that is very super. And I can make those perfumes work however I want, depending on what I need for each day. And I will add that I'm very well educated when it comes to those. I have studied them for many years, so I know how to use them safely, which is very important if you're going to use such things. Natural doesn't always mean safe. So keep that in mind if you're going to work with essential oils. Another thing that I do daily is that I use herbs to make different kinds of teas that are good for various things, both health-wise and spiritually so. I tend to make myself herbal tea every evening, so I consider that to be a daily practice in my pagan life. Not everyone likes tea or are knowledgeable about herbs or want to work with herbs in that way. And it's not a must. It's just something that I like to do for myself. Herbs are not a thing for every pagan, and that's totally okay. Some people use herbs in cooking for spiritual reasons too every day. I tend to do that sometimes, but not daily. I do it when I feel like I need it for some reason. However, I am a very big coffee lover. I don't only drink tea. (laughs) I actually drink more coffee than I drink tea, and it can be several cups a day. And... um, When I do my coffee in the mornings or smoothies, I stir them in certain ways to make them into potions, basically. Blessing them, infusing them with certain kinds of energy and so on. And that's a very mundane thing that can be made into something magical and meaningful for a pagan practitioner. So we have talked about drinks. Now let's talk about food. Some pagans, and especially Norse pagans here in Sweden, has decided to follow a certain diet as sort of a daily practice. They only eat food that are organically grown and free from all chemicals in all forms. They consider that as a daily practice to honor their path. I'm not part of this pagan group since I like to be solitary, but I kind of live after this as well to some extent. And not just because I'm pagan, I do it for many other reasons too, like me and my family's health, for the earth and so on. So it's a personal choice. Another thing that I do every day is that I put on my Thorshammer necklace or a bracelet and I consider this to be sort of a daily practice for me personally. So why do I wear these then? Well, Thor has blessed my necklace for me and he has infused it with his energy, giving me extra strength, courage and protection. It is also a way for me to honor him when I wear it. And I also honor my father from a past life. He always wore a Thor's hammer and I remember especially one occasion when he was gifted a Thor's hammer by one of the smiths. And so I feel like I honor him too when I wear this to sort of show that I remember him and parts of that life. The Thor's hammer has also become a symbol for the Norse pagan faith in general. 
and I am a proud Norse pagan, so I use it to symbolize that as well. I am not shy to show people what and who I am, and I'm gonna talk about me coming out of the pagan closet in another episode. So keep an eye out for that if that is something that interests you. If you want to honor the deities as a daily practice, there is so many ways of honoring them every day. You can honor them by spending time with them, be like them, think about them, study them, and all these things you can do as daily practices if you feel that is something you want to do. I do this daily in some way or form, but is it necessary for every pagan? No, but it can be if you want it to be. Another thing that I'm doing on a daily basis is that I go out in nature. And I have that as a daily practice because I feel it does so good for my soul to be outside. It's like putting balm on it. I do it for my well-being. And of course, my kid loves to be outside too. And being outside is also part of my spiritual practice. Because every time I go out in the woods, for example, I tend to charge myself energetically using nature as Father Kanunas had taught me how to do. And on the speak of my father, I also feel so close to him as I am there too. And that doesn't mean that he's not close if I'm at home in my apartment or that I can't communicate with him when I'm at home. I certainly can. And it's certainly a very strong connection even so. His energy is still as powerful and strong as it is when I am outside. Mostly so anyhow. Some days connections can be a bit cloudy depending on different factors. And this can be the case with all deities. So nature can help you sometimes to get a clearer connection if that is what you need some days. But it feels like I'm coming home to him if I'm in the woods. I hope you all get what I mean. I know I can sound fluffy at times, but I do my best here. I'm Swedish after all. English is not my first language. <laughs> but I hope you kind of get my point here. And do I believe that everyone should go outside as a daily practice? It's totally up to you. It's not necessary, but it could be helpful health-wise and spiritually too. And an overall good daily practice, in my opinion. Now, everyone don't have waterfalls and beautiful woods where they live, but everyone can get out and get some air at least. And it doesn't need to be more than that, really. Take some deep breaths, send some thoughts to the gods and done. Doesn't need to be elaborate all the time. You don't need fancy stuff like waterfalls or woods, even though it can certainly be nice and helpful. At the end of the day, the only question is, do you want to include daily practices as a part of your spiritual path or not? It's all up to the individual, and nobody has the right to dictate how you should practice and when you should practice and so on. I see so many self-proclaimed pagan gurus out there basically trying to force and bully other pagans into practicing the way that they practice. And if they don't and have other opinions, they get shunned and bashed down. What are we? Amish? Hmm. Or is it Amish? Amish, I think it's, yeah, I think it's pronounced Amish. <laughs> Anyhow, we as pagans all have our different ways. And I as a person can come with recommendations based from my own experiences and what I have learned through the years. But that is all it is, recommendations. And there's many people in the media that have their opinions and ways to do things. But the things they're saying is also just that recommendations, suggestions. You are not in any way, shape or form bound to do whatever we as media folks say. If I wear a Thor's hammer around my neck every day, that's because I feel it's right for me. That doesn't mean that you have to wear one too if you don't feel you need to, as an example. So to summarize this whole episode, it's really up to you as a person what you want to do as daily practices. Or maybe you even feel like you don't want to have any at all. I have a few of them, as I have mentioned throughout this episode. Minimal things, but meaningful. But remember, 
There really are no rules for this. Even if you might hear people on YouTube, different pagan discords or anywhere else saying that things must be as they say it. There is no need whatsoever to feel pressured or forced to do something just because other pagans do certain things as daily practices. The important thing is only that you feel good and comfortable with what you're doing. Being pagan is not a job, and it shouldn't feel like it is either. It's spirituality, a faith. So consider what you feel is important and good for you, and go from there. And now, it is time for the very first Swedish word of the week. And that word is... Skål! Skål is a word that we Swedes use when we are toasting to something special on a special occasion, like birthdays or other kinds of different celebrations. It's pronounced skål, and not skal, as many pagans say. Look, I know it's hard for a non-Swede to pronounce it correctly, so I'm not bashing anyone. But it just sounds so funny when people say skal, because in Swedish, that means fruit peel. <laughs> so, fruit peel, everyone. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> We have now reached the end of this episode. If you like this podcast, do consider to subscribe, follow, share and all that jazz. I'd appreciate that with all of my heart. And if you want to support me and the pod, then consider to join the family and become a patron on my Patreon. All links are listed in the description box. And I want to take a moment to thank my existing patrons, Anthony and Natasha. I'm so grateful and honored you are on board this long ship. So until next time, lots of love. <laughs>